0: Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast, where we discuss the latest topics and trends in economic development with subject matter experts and influencers from across the nation and around the world. Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast. My name is Jack Thomas, and I serve as a project manager on the business development team at the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about one of the largest sectors in the Arkansas economy the timber and forest products industry. When you think about Arkansas's economy and the sectors that comprise it, you have to think about agriculture, as agriculture is Arkansas's number one industry. And when it comes to the agricultural sector, I've heard it said that it's easy to forget that the timber industry is part of that. But when you spend time on a tree farm, you quickly realize that timber is a crop just like rice, cotton, or soybeans. In Arkansas, there are about 19 million acres of forest land, covering more than half the state and for every tree harvested, 1.7 trees are planted back in the ground. And Arkansas ranks number one in the South for economic impact of the timber industry. And today, we're pleased to be joined by one of the most knowledgeable people in the timber and forest products industry, Dr. Matthew Pelkey. Dr. Pelkey is a professor in the George H. Clippard Endowed Chair of Forestry at the School of Forestry, Agriculture, and Natural Resources at the University of Arkansas Monticello. Dr. Pelkey joined the faculty in 2001 and teaches courses in economics, wood products, and forest management. He has published more than 100 scientific articles and been a part of research projects totaling more than $5 million. His current research demonstrates the link between healthy forest and healthy forest-based economy. Dr. Pelkey, thank you for joining us today.
1: Oh, you're very welcome, Jack. I'm glad to be here.
0: Good deal. Well, before we dive in, can you give listeners a brief timeline of, of your career and maybe where you are today? All right. So, uh, I grew up in a
1: GM town, uh, General Motors town in Saginaw, Michigan, decided that I wanted to get into forestry because of my, my, just I I love trees, and uh, went to the University of Michigan for my undergraduate degree, and then University of Minnesota uh, for my PhD uh, in 1992. I spent 10 years at the University of Kentucky at the Department of Forestry there, uh, and came to UAM 20 years ago as the Clippert Endowed Chair, uh, and I've been working on forest economics and forest management problems uh, for those 20 years, and I've been really impressed by the forestry community and the resources of the state and the opportunities that we have here.
0: Dr. Pelkey, you penned a column recently highlighting how 2020 was a a busy year in Arkansas's timber industry, and you were spot on with that analysis, and now we're seeing that 2021 is off to a hot start as well. Uh, We're we're fortunate to have seen steady and and continued development in the forest product sector with with several world-class companies choosing to locate in Arkansas. We started the year with an exciting announcement and hope as Danson's, which, uh, which houses a family of brands including Pit Boss, Louisiana Grills, and, and Country Smokers, announced plans to open the country's largest barbecue pellet mill in Hempstead County. Of course, we're, we're very excited about this project as, as Danson's will create 50 to 100 new jobs at their Hope location. In March, we joined executives from FiberPro, a manufacturer of equipment for sawmills and forest products companies, to celebrate the creation of 70 new, high-paying jobs in hot springs. And most recently, Drax Biomass, an international biomass production and supply company, announced the construction of three new satellite plants in Arkansas. Drax is investing $40 million in creating 30 new jobs across three communities in the state. And lastly, StructureLam, a manufacturer of cross-laminated timber, is set to begin operating this summer, hiring 130 people at their Conway facility. You know, their their story is a, a perfect description of both the diversity as well as the interconnected nature of the Arkansas economy. You know, you you start with trees grown in South Arkansas and those trees are then trucked up to central Arkansas for manufacturing in Conway, and then and then those materials are used uh, for the foundation of of fortune number one, the, the corporate headquarters of of Walmart up in Bentonville in the northwest corner of the state. So you get South Arkansas, Central Arkansas, and and North Arkansas. All tied together in, in one project, and when you think historically about the forest products industry, you know you think paper, you think dimension board, you think railroad ties, and, and things of that nature. But we're starting to see some new products fall under this umbrella. You've got pellets for fuel, you've got barbecue pellets, cross laminated timber. Dr. Pelkey, can you talk about what we've seen over the past few years as it pertains to product innovation?
1: Certainly. There's a there's a broad range uh, With... Concerns about sustainability and potential global climate change, we are seeing a a real increase in wood manufacturing for building construction. We're also seeing it in the paper and packaging sector, looking at new markets for paper and packaging. A lot of the innovation is coming from from European firms, but it's being readily adopted by Arkansas industry. We're also seeing some interesting things on small scale with uh, uh, nanocellulose technology for medical purposes and uh, some very creative packaging options, including things like stretchable paper. So we're starting to see an opportunity to replace steel and concrete to a certain extent and some plastics uh, where it's appropriate with renewable and biodegradable material.
0: Yeah, it's, that's interesting. You know, you talk about some of the the research and development on on the small scale as well as some of the large scale, and you look at what companies are choosing to do here in Arkansas. You know, we mentioned pellets for fuel, we mentioned barbecue pellets, things of that nature. That five ten years ago, unless you're entrenched in the industry, a lot of folks didn't didn't really see coming. So when you look out, say over the next five ten years, what do you see as some of those new products that will be coming online?
1: Over the next five to ten years, I see mass wood products, mass ten. Timbers and uh, cross laminated timbers becoming a major segment of uh, building in the United States and a a real revolution in construction technology, both in the state of Arkansas and within the region. And we are really well positioned because of our our location geographically. for these markets. I also see uh, increasing use of bioenergy. There are some really interesting technologies on liquid conversion fuels. We've been working on that for about 15 years. And we've got some some major energy companies that are throwing in a lot of research effort into building that. So we're going to see uh, new markets for wood residues uh, and mill
0: residues going into the energy pr- energy production as well. The University of Arkansas recently opened Adohe Hall, which I believe is the largest mass timber building in the United States. Dr. Pelkey, in your opinion, does this signal a trend, uh, a new trend in the construction industry?
1: Absolutely. So we've got a a school of architecture at the University of Arkansas Fayetteville, the Fay Jones uh, School of Architecture and Design. And Dr. Peter McKeith is very much interested in advancing wood building design and designing with wood for a variety of structures. And so he has worked with architects in the state and with building contractors. So we are seeing some experience in terms of our construction workforce, our engineering workforce, uh, and our architects in a, the opportunities uh, posed by this new material. And we are seeing not only the Adohi Residence Hall, the new library storage building, the School of Architecture is building a wood design facility. You had mentioned earlier Walmart's uh, corporate campus that is going to be cross-laminated timber uh, provided by Structurelam well we also are seeing a second cross laminated timber facility texas clt out of magnolia so and they've just been rated approved for construction uh, of building grade panels so we're, we're starting to see a lot of pickup, and I know that actually Texas CLT has even shipped as far as South Carolina some of their products as well. So we're seeing that we've got a very competitive industry, and we're seeing changes, and we know that people like living in these mass timber buildings. There's actually studies about human health living in buildings with a lot of exposed wood, and they are safe. They are renewable-based. They are, tend to be carbon-neutral because we're storing so much carbon in the mass timber. They are very resistant to fire, actually more so than a steel building. And they are equally resistant to things like tornadoes and, and other types of storms as uh, concrete and steel. This is a, a very unique material, and we're seeing a lot of excitement in the architectural, engineering, and construction industry with this, uh, this mass timber building.
0: So, speaking of of innovation, I know there are some exciting things going on at UAM. Can you tell us about the uh, the Forest Business Center and the value that this can provide to forest product manufacturers?
1: So, this spring, the Arkansas State Legislature funded the UAM Center for Forest Business. And this center is going to be staffed with uh, four or five Ph.D. level technical experts in forest products marketing policy and global trade, growth and yield modeling, uh, and also timber supply modeling. So what we're going to be able to do is is work with the Arkansas Economic Development Commission uh, and also work with private uh, industry in terms of answering questions related to timber supply, uh, helping them find new markets, analyzing and addressing any policy issues that are barriers to development or sustainable production. And then I guess one of the more important things for me as a forester is, is making making sure that the long-term supply and impacts on our forests is going to be one that's of a sustainable nature.
0: Absolutely. It's going to be a tremendous resource for us, as well as the the companies that, that we work with. As, as we work with companies, you know one of the first questions that uh, we're asked is, is about the timber supply and, and the ability to, to source raw materials. Some of those questions include, what type of fiber is in Arkansas? How close can it be sourced? What's the wood basket like? How is the timber priced? You know All of those, those questions are among the initial review of companies evaluating location for, for projects. So shifting the, the discussion slightly, let's talk about, about timber supply. From a raw material standpoint, what can forest products companies? expect to find in the South, and specifically Arkansas, when it comes to supply?
1: So Arkansas is a little unique across the South in that we, we probably have more mature pine saw timber than the other Southern states. But in terms of supply, we're looking at about a 10 million ton per year surplus of southern yellow pine, largely loblolly pine, although we also have one of the largest uh, resources of shortleaf pine left in the southeast United States. And only 50% of our pine uh, across the, the uh, state is plantation pine. So one of the things that differentiates us is that we're actually growing a higher quality resource than a lot of the southern states. There's a there's a general surplus across the south, but we've got some areas that, uh, that are well-suited for large timber baskets, uh, 4 to 5 million tons within 50 to 75 mile radius are available. And so we've got... A lot of opportunity for initial expansion. 60% of the state is hardwood forest, so we actually have a good high quality hardwood forest as well in the northern part of the state. The other 40% of the forest acreage is southern yellow pine, but that produces 75% of our uh, entire wood production.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that, especially as it pertains to the uh, to the pine volumes across the southern half of the state. I know you and I have talked before about the millions of, of board feet that are standing right now in our forests across the state. Can you talk briefly about what that what that means for forest products companies and, and what they can expect to find both here in the near term as well as over the next, say, 5, 10, 15 years as it pertains to, uh, to standing timber? So right now
1: we're looking at approximately 480 million tons of standing pine growing stock. We're growing it at about 40 million tons per year and harvesting it at about 20 million tons per year. So we've got a a considerable excess of pine saw timber and pine pulpwood across the board. And we've been increasing that over the last 40 years. So we've got uh, huge amounts of pine volume. We've got net excess. Our growth to drain ratios are well above one on our pines. So in in other words, we are net growing more than what we are uh, experiencing uh, losses through harvest and mortality. And what that's doing is is that's keeping our timber prices at some historic lows. uh, We haven't seen timber prices this low for about... 35, 40 years, and the advantage to that for industry is is that's not likely to change. As we continue to, uh, as new industry comes in and we thin our existing forest, that's going to increase its growth, Uh, and then as we're harvesting saw timber stands... Remember that we're planting 30-year-old biotechnology, growing at somewhere around 4 to maybe 6 tons per acre per year. We're going to be replacing that with timber that's going to grow between 8 and 11 tons per acre per year. So in the long term, even out 25, 30 years, we really need to increase our harvest almost double uh, what we're harvesting in the state just to keep up with growth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and one thing you mentioned, and I'm glad you did, is is the quality of the timber. And, you know, it's important to mention that that forest product companies should have confidence knowing that that timber supply is not just in surplus, it's not just abundant, but professionally managed. And one of the key elements, as you mentioned in, in this equation, is the quality of our surplus. And uh, I know we're in the weeds a little bit here, but real quickly, let's take a deep dive into the quality of, of fiber that companies can expect to find here in Arkansas. All
1: right. Well, as I mentioned, we've got, we certainly have Uh, a lot of plantation pine. Uh, I mentioned that uh, about 25% of the state is in strictly pine forests, and about half of that is in plantation pine. And so the speed of the growth on the plantation pine and the rotation lengths are typically about 30 years. And this makes it well-suited for engineered timber, where firms can use uh, advanced technologies to deal with some of the structural issues of of timber that's so quickly grown. But the other real advantage, I think, that Arkansas has over the rest of the South is, is that we've got a lot of natural pine. And that natural pine is often 40 to 60 years of age we've got uh, tremendously close growth rings on some of that timber so it's producing really really high quality timber and the lumber coming from it is also very high quality a lot of knot free very tight grain timber uh, that's going to rank in some of the highest grades of lumber production
0: absolutely and when you think about the timber industry in arkansas you know it's easy to think of the pine tree farms or the hardwood forests but Really, the backbone of the industry is the people. And in Arkansas, we have roughly 29,000 people employed in the industry. And each day across the state, nearly 10 different institutions provide up-to-date training, equipping the next generation of forest production workers. Of course, the University of Arkansas at Monticello, where you're on faculty, is the state's leader in timber education. So to shift the discussion slightly, what type of workers can forest products companies find in Arkansas, and, and what types of training are these workers receiving? Well, that's a, a
1: great question, Jack. So one of the advantages Arkansas has is a, a long history and culture of timber production. So uh, we've got longstanding family associations where three or four generations of both foresters, loggers, and and woodworking technical specialists, both in the paper industry, and in the flooring industry and in the sawmill industry. And so there's a there's a, a great body of those those twenty-nine thousand workers, but extending beyond that to their families and relatives so there is a good draw and a lot of our Kansans are looking for good work in rural areas and they know that the forest industry provides the, those good jobs for them so they're interested in being able to to stay in the rural areas of the state they're familiar with the wood products industry and they've receiving a lot of different types of training so at UAM we do some technical training in instrumentation and electricity provision for sawmills, for mill rights, we also do some CDL training for trucking, which is very important. Uh, and we've had the resources in the past, and are ready to start doing some logger education and training, and even some heavy equipment operations, uh, as well in the logging industry, to to help uh, maintain that crucial supply link from the landowner to the mill.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and you know you guys are the shining star in the state, especially as it pertains to timber education, and uh, I think industry across Arkansas as well as industry uh, evaluating the state is is appreciative of that and recognizes the value of that, and uh, certainly certainly we do as well as we market the state to to forest products companies. So, last question of the day that I have for you, Dr. Pelkey is. Uh, is a good one here. You ready? Okay. All right. I'm ready. If uh, if I'm a forest products company sitting here across the table from you, uh, and I'm evaluating multiple states to to locate our next manufacturing facility, say either a, a sawmill or a pellet plant or, or something a little more niche than that, and I ask you why I should place this facility in Arkansas, what's your message?
1: So the first thing that comes to mind is uh, is the overall environment that a forest products industry is going to come into in this state. And it's one where in general, the population uh, has a close association with the industry. They understand the renewable nature of forestry and they work well together. And across the industry, government agencies, even environmental agencies, we tend to see issues sometimes a little differently, but we work cooperatively. So there's a great atmosphere in our Arkansas, around the wood industry, as well as I would I would say our proximity to the central United States markets uh, in Texas, Oklahoma, uh, even as far away as Colorado, north to Kansas City, uh, St. Louis, and Memphis. We've got a lot of timber where we're we're very closely uh, we've got great transportation routes to these states, and we are just about the largest western southwestern uh, timber base. You've got to go over the Rocky Mountains. And even when you go there, you've got large uh, transportation costs and you don't have the kind of fiber resource that Arkansas has. So we're, we're, we're well positioned in the central United States. As I mentioned, we've got a really good quality workforce. And our resource base is going to permit sustainability. I really don't see raw material prices rising any time in the next 20 to 25 years. We're going to have a difficult time cutting our way out of this surplus. And we need to, uh, as I mentioned, I do a lot of work in in maintaining forest health and, and that link between healthy forests and healthy forest economies. And our most efficient way to avoid insects, disease, and fire is by maintaining a vigorously growing forest. And the most economical way to do that is to bring in the forest industry uh, and provide income to landowners uh, and sustainable wood products to society. So I think Arkansas is uniquely and very well positioned to see uh, growth in the timber industry.
0: Man, that's awesome, and and I agree with you. You know, I, I think after spending some time with you and and hearing uh, hearing that pitch, as well as some other discussions we've had, I think it's I think it might be time to start sending you into meetings and, and leaving some of the rest of us at home. So, Doctor Pelkey, I, I think this has been a, a great discussion. I want to thank you for joining us today, and and thank you for your service to Arkansas and, and our forest products industry.
1: You're very welcome, Jack. It's been a pleasure to talk with you again, as always, and I look forward to doing any other kinds of assistance I can on upcoming projects.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Pelkey. To everyone tuning in, thanks for listening to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. This is Jack Thomas, project manager with the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. To keep up with the latest news in the Arkansas timber industry, subscribe to the Timber Trends newsletter available on our website, ArkansasEDC.com. For more information about our organization and the latest economic development news in Arkansas, visit ArkansasEDC.com or connect with us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Thanks for listening.